This week on Dear Bros, medication getting in the way of marriage. Also, a step nightmare. Shocker. Stay tuned. What? You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Bros. I'm Andy Smith. I'm Tim Fulton. What do we got today, Tim? You're up first, Andy. We're going to be talking about medicated marriage. Yeah. All right. Let's find. Yes. Here we go. All right. So this one is labeled wife's antidepressants cause opposites to lose attraction. Interesting. My wife and I had been married for 40 years. We were opposites who were attracted to each other and enjoyed a lot of the same things. That sounds like an oxymoron. I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. For the last 20 years, my wife has been taking an antidepressant prescribed by her primary care physician, not a psychiatrist. <clears throat> and she has had every side effect of the drug. For years, I've tried without success to get her to seek help. Although we still live in the same house, we have been going our separate way, our own ways for the last year and a half. Even though my wife is a good person, I do not want to spend the rest of my life living with someone who is incapable of having a decent conversation let alone being able to or having a need to be intimate. I'm going to move out. My question is, do I tell our children we are separating because their mom is addicted to a drug, or should I just be the bad guy and take the blame? Ooh. That's not where I expected the question to be going because he is finite in his decision. Yeah, this this guy, like when I first read this, sounds like he is, he's just done. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like he's kind of bitter. I would say so. He's been married for what, what they 40, say, 40 years. years so we're going to 20. Yeah. So we're going to say that they're in their 60s. They have to be. Right. Um, yeah, that's a that's a tough one because you don't know, like, what's going on with the, with her, why she's taking it, how severe it is or any of that. Um, the fact that he's tried a bunch of times to get her to seek help other than just taking prescription drugs is not a good sign because it sounds like he's been trying to like push her to do that. See, I, no I, I, I take the, the opposite viewpoint on that. I think that's a good thing. I do too. Oh, I thought Wait, were, what's a good thing that he's been pushing her to seek mental. I, I take it as a good thing too. I take it as a, not a good thing that she's not, she's reluctant to go. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought you were saying that like he was being pushy. I'm like, but no. that's like a good kind of pushy. No, I think <laughs> it was a, a healthy thing that he was encouraging yeah. her to seek yeah, yeah. S- some further help. Um, again, 20 years is a long time. And especially if you're having side effects and it's not helping. Yeah. Or if it's, if it's being like not okay, because you're on those drugs to get you over a hump or to get you back to a place of normal mindset or behavior. And if that's not happening, you got to have to like maybe try some other things. And it sounds like this guy is just like, he's just done. Like yeah, he's, he's over it. Like it seems like she doesn't want, she's not open to trying to do no, new things other than just stay with whatever prescription drugs that she's on now. And uh, he seems pretty set that he's he's done. And again, he seems a little bitter because the way he says it is that she's addicted to a drug, which I guess you could say that. But at the same time, if she needs it medically, it's not really an addiction. Yeah. Um, 
But then again, like this is a very touchy subject. This right? is a very touchy subject. So you can hear you're right. You can hear the bitterness in his voice when he says things like, uh, should I tell them that their mom is addicted to a drug like that? That's a hard like he's pushing it to like the extremes. Do I tell them their mom's an addict or am I the bad person? I don't necessarily think it has to be that extreme. It might no. end up being that extreme, but he could say, listen, we're we've drifted apart. It is what it is. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't necessarily mean like polar opposites. This to me sounds like he just wants to get out. Mm -hmm. He sounds like he just, he doesn't really care. Not care. He doesn't, he's not really overly concerned about like how it's going to come off to his wife. It's more so the kids. Yeah. Like he's looking like, hey, if I got to take the blame, fuck it. I don't care. I just, I need out of this. Um. It's a touchy thing with the anti antidepressants, anti you know whatever, um, because there's always people out there that like they need them because there's a chemical imbalance and all this stuff, and then there's also out there where you take them, you get used to taking them, you go down a rabbit hole, you feel like there's no way out, yeah, all that stuff. So it is difficult uh, to be the person for sure that's in that rut. But also to be with somebody or have somebody in your family uh, that you're close to or whatever to be in that rut is also difficult because it's like you're like he's trying to say, hey, let's just let's go try to get help. And it it can't hurt. Yeah. But it's unwillingness to try to help it. It's a comfortability level with. The, no, I, I need these. I need them. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. But like there's other ways to get yeah. healthy. And you know what? Even though I was going to say, like, it's a general practitioner, so, like, they're not generally the ones to prescribe antidepressants. But even if it was a psychiatrist, it's not always a bad idea to get a second opinion in any medical scenario. Yeah. So him suggesting, let's do this, like, let's get help, is not by any means a bad, bad no. idea. I would be hesitant for him to tell anyone about her taking antidepressants because even though they've been married and it is still her children it's i'm sure they probably know if i'm sure that they probably do yeah but in case that they don't it's not really his place to say that's true if they don't know then he shouldn't really go around like airing out that yeah to yeah. the extent i would definitely leave especially while... in that context of like the attic because yeah. that's it paints a a negative because you might it. still come out looking like the bad guy in that if that's what you if, if that's what you choose to do i would i would try to leave but without airing as much dirty laundry as possible yeah like, try try to keep as much internalized it's unfortunate because uh you know she like you can't i mean how many people know they go to the doctor for something simple and like i said the first thing they want to do is put you on a drug yeah and it's you can you can everyone's in charge of their own life but to some extent there is a little bit of an olive branch where you're trusting your doctor. And if your doctor's telling you, you got to do this, who are like, you're thinking, who am I to question that happened to my brother real quick to like emphasize your point. When my brother was younger, he used to get ear infections when he was on the swim team. I'm talking like young, young, he was like seven or eight years Mm. old. He would get water logged in his ears and it would infect his ears. Yeah. So they went to the doctor and the doctor wanted to put tubes in his ears. They would be there forever yeah he would have tubes in his ears for the rest of his life and my mother was like uh all right okay yeah uh we need to think about it so 
they went not to a doctor, but to a child, or I almost said psychologist, a child chiropractor. Yeah. And she was like, no, 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 no. She's like, don't alter his life. Don't do that. Like, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Yeah, he might not even like swimming that much in two years. And he ended up not swimming like a couple years later. But literally after swim practice, they would go to the chiropractor. They would, she would do an adjustment on him real quick. And he said he could feel like the water like coming out of his ear. Done. No yeah. problem. So instead of So instead of having tubes in his ears for the rest of his life, they just went to a fucking Yeah, there's something to be said for a second opinion. Um, yeah, yeah. There's also something to be said for, like, you know, trying other things. I think yeah. everyone in, in this country in particular is so apt to just taking pills because it's the easiest Easy. easiest way. And I get it. You're, 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 like, programmed to do the easiest route. Like, who, who chooses the hard route? But it's it's a dangerous thing because you start making that, like, choice all the time and seen drug addict after drug addict like people i grew up with and everything it's like you know it starts like snowball effect yeah and yeah. it's hard once you're on that train to get off what else can i take to even myself out yeah it just seems like dangerous? she's been this for so long it's like you're trying to take away her safety blanket at this point and you know or he's really not even trying to do that he's trying to get her to go to therapy yeah, he never even said we need to get her off the drugs. No, he, he wants, didn't. He just wants her to get the help. That's a fair point. I, I didn't. I didn't even think of that. He yeah, didn't even yeah. mention about. I mean, that. he was probably. I'm I'm speculating hugely yeah. here, but he was probably hoping internally that like the doctor would. Well, that would be the best thing. Would actually like be like, let's change your medication or like. You know what's crazy though is that I don't think that people that are on medication for things like that. They don't even think that it's a possibility that they can get to a point where they don't need it because they want that like they're in their head they they need the mental I'm talking yeah. about people that don't have a chemical imbalance like a real serious like hey there's something missing we need to replace it it's almost like they don't want to get there cuz it's scary it's unknown yeah um but yeah i, I would say so what's the advice for this guy like i said before i would say do it tell your children as gently as possible don't bring up the addiction to drugs I think you're still going to end up looking like a bad guy. I think it depends on how old the kids are. That does play a part into it. And it also depends on if they already know she takes it. I think if the kids are over the age of 20 and they know that, I mean, 18, but 20s for first safe. I think if they're over the age of 20 and they know that their mom takes antidepressants and they know that her situation, I think he just explains it. Even then, I wouldn't put it as your mom is addicted to drugs. No, 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 no. I would put it as I've, Begged your mom for years to please go get help. We've been drifting apart. She refuses. Just I, say, like, I, I'm miserable. I can't go on like this. Yeah. She doesn't want to help. I don't know what else to do. I've, I've stuck it out for the last 20 years, and I just can't do it anymore. I don't think it's healthy for either one of us. Yeah. And, and I just, it's something I need to do from this is, this is a hard thing. It, oh, it's super. For hard. both people, but like, this is an extremely hard thing to do. I mean, clearly the guy loves his wife because he, he stuck it out. 40 years. Yeah, he stuck it out. So that's a that's a fucking hard I'm norm, thing. I'm to normally do. a big component of you gotta give the the hard try. And this guy did. Yeah. He he hardcore did. Yeah. And he said it's only been the last year and a half that they started splitting up or set, going their separate ways. Yeah. So let's see what what the actual advice from the person who has more experience than we Yeah, that's, fair. that's um, fair. 
Okay, your wife is not addicted to her antidepressant, and you shouldn't say that to your children. The medication was prescribed to her by a well-meaning physician who obviously didn't explain that there are alternate drugs with fewer side effects. Your wife needs to consult a psychopharmacologist? I can't read. Psychopharmacologist. Psychopharmacologist, a doctor with expertise in brain chemistry. Before moving out, please offer her the option of take talking to one. Her doctor or insurance company could be able to give you a referral. Or your wife may be able to find someone who can guide her by contacting a university with a medical school. I'm hoping she will because it could change both of your lives for the better. See, I, I think she's skirting around the point. Yeah, I, I do see her point with she's not addicted to, to antidepressants, kind of. But I think she's skirting around the point. The guy tried. I, I see that yeah. she's technically suggesting something different with this psychopharmacologist. This would have been but... the advice two years ago. Yeah. I think as sucky as it is to say, it's like things have already happened and he's already in a mindset. So it's not just about changing her now or getting her to seek help. Like this guy has issues with it now too. Yeah. Like he needs to be okay with it. If she even if, say she got better, he might still be like, I don't, I can't because he's just there. such a hard one. Yeah. It's a rough one. It is a rough one. All right. We're switching up gears. Okay. We're going to be talking about the step nightmare. Step nightmare. Uh, Second tap, please. Thank you very much. It's actually called Daughter Refuses to Accept New Woman in Dad's Life. Oh, Jesus. Dear Abby, my situation concerns my significant other's 18-year-old daughter. I have been dating and now living with Frank for two years. I have been a big help to him. With a healthy diet and loving care, I have helped him lose more than 50 pounds, which got him off insulin that we were paying $250 for every 10 days. So that's 1000 bucks a month. That's $1,000 a Almost. month. Almost. And 50 pounds of weight. That's fantastic. Right? I have always been nice to his daughter, Franny, on the rare occasions I have been around her. I wasn't in the picture when our parents divorced. Frank's family, i.e. sister and son, have accepted me. And his sister tells me how, or tells me often how much she loves me and appreciates all I have done for her brother. Franny, on the other hand, refuses to visit him or even call him unless he gets rid of me. He loves me, but I worry this is breaking his heart. He naturally loves his daughter. The reason she says she hates me is I'm older than he is, actually quite a bit older. Should I approach her to talk about it or should I just leave things as they are? I wish she told us how old. Not that it matters, but I just wish... Because he has an 18-year-old daughter, which means that that guy is minimum mid-30s-ish, if conservatively. Yeah. We'll say even if he was 18 when he had the child, that would put him at 36. Yeah. So So we'll say conservatively, we'll say 38. Okay. We'll say he's a 38-year-old man. Let's say 40. Okay, 40. And quite a bit older than 40 would be... 55? 55. So, complete speculation, peeps, but this is definitely the ages, 40 and 55. This is what we've decreed. It's 40 and 60. So, shall it? So, shall it? 83. 83. Okay. Then I might agree with Franny. Um, The fact that she's writing in and saying that she's concerned... About the situation, it makes it seem like she's not a bad person. I was gonna, I agree. 
Yeah, because she's she's saying like she's obviously trying to to get the point across that the rest of the family doesn't have an issue with her, and it might come off a little like braggy that like oh the sister says how much I've done for her, but she's trying to basically say like listen I, I've I, there's no show, reason why she shouldn't like me. She's showing the point. Yeah, it, it's hard with these things because you kind of have to embell not embellish, but you have to talk about yourself. So bragging. It can come across as bragging, but you have to explain the situation. Yeah, this seems like the daughter is probably either embarrassed that she's her dad is dating such a much older woman. Which I can understand. Or she's jealous of the fact that the dad is happy. Because here's the thing, dude. If you're losing 50 pounds, unless like you're severely depressed. But if you're losing 50 pounds, it usually means you're in a better state of mind. Yeah. Right, it usually means you're in a better place. That can be hard like for people sometimes if they're very close to them to see that somebody else is making them happy. Yeah, especially for a young girl like that. Again, I'm we're doing she's eighteen. She's eighteen. Yeah. We're doing total speculation here. If that's our thing, well, that's our thing. If him and his previous wife, I'm assuming they had been married when they had children, uh, got divorced. Oh, they were definitely married because she said they got divorced. Yeah. Uh, that means the girl was what? Probably 14, 13, 14 when the divorce happens. Again, yeah. pure speculation. So this girl probably grew up with a mother and father. Mm-hmm. They got divorced, and now she's 18 years old, and she's watching her father be happy with another woman. Granted, she is technically an adult at 18 years old, but she's still a kid. She still has immature um, – uh, reflexes to scenarios like this and she's probably like you said it's hard watching not just watching other people be happy but watching your father be happy with another woman i can imagine i don't have divorced parents so i don't know but i can imagine that be- being very difficult yeah especially if like i said she's young even though she's technically an adult yeah it's young so she says though that's the main concern the main problem is that she's much older than her dad i feel like it's misplaced she, she yeah. found something to be angry about, so she chose that to be angry something about. Something that's like hardcore evidence. Yeah. Like, this is, you can't change this about it, so I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 what I'm going with. Yeah. Um. So what's the advice? Should she talk to her, or should she leave things alone? I think she should talk to her partner first. I agree. And I also think that she should talk to the people that are close with her in the family and she's got to approach it like a hey listen like this has just been bothering me because i don't really understand it but like you know i noticed that like obviously noticed because frank is clearly telling her that he's not going to talk to her unless she gets rid of him and just say like you know i don't want this to be a point of contention like i want this to work so like is there anything i could do do you want me to talk to her like i don't know what the, what, what the issue is but maybe we can like hash it out yeah or whatever yeah but I feel like uh, honesty and hitting and going straight forward with this is probably the best way, because at least you have a like a, a discord between the two parties at that point, and you have like it's not like you're going straight to her, and then if she really hates you that much, she can go back and be like, well, she said this or whatever to fuck. Um, at least you could talk to the family so that if she does say something to them behind closed doors, they can be like, listen, like I get it, but she's trying. Yeah. Like she came to us, she's she's she's, she's trying. Yeah. Like she's not a bad person. She's showing the effort. Yeah. But I, then I, again, some people just don't fucking get along. Yeah, that that's true too, but 
even if they don't get along, they can at least show it in public. You know what I mean? Just because you don't get along doesn't mean you have to show up and be like, sup, bitch. Well, I don't, I think what's, it's very, cut your she, tires. You know what? Fuck this. The bro down fucking, the, the, the dear bros, okay? Maybe just Fuck have this fight. This, <laughs> she sounds like she's fucking spoiled little brat. Yeah. To a certain extent, because she's basically making her father suffer because he's dating another woman. Yeah. That's what I'm talking If your phone vibrates one I'm sorry. more fucking I'll, I'll, time. I'll put it somewhere where you can't hear it. Um, she's dating somebody who is younger. or is She's dating someone who's younger than her, a lot younger. And she's basically telling her dad, like, I'm not talking to you while if you still date this woman. That's kind of shitty. Like, yeah. you're making that person suffer. You're right. It's not it's, like. You're right. It's bratty. If we're taking this for what it is and, and taking everything true, she seems like she's a positive influence on his life. Yeah. So why, what, like, why are you making your dad suffer by refusing him your company and time because he's made a decision to get into another relationship? That You're, seems very yeah. But I think the, I think it does seem very ratty. But I think the advice doesn't change. In my opinion, I think, like we were saying, like she's showing the best of intentions here. She never even said like I want her to like me. Her whole no. thing. Her whole thing is I don't want my husband. Are they married? No, they're living together. I don't want my significant other to be in turmoil about this. She's not even do she's doing this for altruistic reasons. Like yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's I don't think she has you're right, she should talk to Frank about it, but she doesn't really have a role to play. You have to let the parents be the parents. Unless you're gonna like take that bitch out back and like show her what up and like make her behave. You have to let the parents be the parents. No, I'm saying I, I would get the vibe from the parents yeah. to see, like, what, if there's anything she can do to help. Like, yeah. I if agree. I had to sit I, down with her. I agree Just so it doesn't sentiment. come off like I went behind Frank's back. Yes, I agree with that sentiment 100%. Yeah. So let's see what Ab's got to say. Oh, I guess that's me, huh? That is okay. You. Dear gal, you are not responsible for Frank's pain or his daughter's attempt at emotional blackmail. Leave things as they are. The person to talk some sense into Franny is her father, not you. Ooh, she was very frank. No, no sympathy. No sympathy. That sounded kind of mean. That came off a little rough. She, is she, it just me? Or... She must have known people like this or somebody like this, and she knows exactly. Like, she literally called it an emotional blackmail. Oh, yeah. So she knows what the deal is. And that's what it is. Yeah. That's screwed up. It is. It's kind of fucked up. But... You want to know the one funny thing? She's me? right, but she's taking a hard-nosed stance on this. She is. She is taking a hard stance. I feel like there was one little sly in there because she could have named the girl anything she wanted to be, and she gave her the name Franny. I Who? think because the, she named the guy, the dad, Frank. I know, but still. She could have named her Karen. She could have. That's true. All right. I think you said you had a bonus round. I do. I do have a bonus round. Bonus. bonus so this bonus, one. Bonus. 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 bonus so bonus, this bonus. one is just something that could happen to anybody and I, maybe has happened to people that you know. Okay. And just see what, what we think about it. Okay. Okay. So this one's called Nosy Trespasser Criticizes New, Labor's lawn, new Neighbor's Lawn Care. My husband and I moved into a new neighborhood right before COVID hit. One of our neighbors is frequently out inspecting our lawn and has even trespassed through our gate into our backyard to offer his, quote, reminder about lawn maintenance. We mow our yard every few weeks because the grass doesn't grow terribly fast. 
We don't feel comfortable going out and buying a new lawnmower until things improve in our state. We also both work with people who are affected by the pandemic. So frankly, we have bigger concerns. How do we handle this diplomatically? That's actually kind of a tough one. It is. Because it depends. So the guy obviously cares tremendously about yards and upkeep. I'll let you do your spiel first. I feel like we're going to have differing opinions on this one. I think I'm going to approach it as diplomatically as I can. So it, it really depends. If on one hand, the person who's writing in could be uh, being kind to how well they are upkeeping their lawn. Maybe it truly is getting out of control and the guy who is saying, hey, take care of your yard is politely being like, no, really, this is like, this is bad. You need to do something about this, which in that case, the guy's right. You got to step up your game. But if it's just like some guy nitpicking and being like, oh, your grass is an inch and a half. You might want to get it's going to rain tomorrow. So now is going to be the time to, you know, like fix that stuff. Well, you got to put him in his place because it's not his yard. It's yeah, your, it's your yard. So it depend, It to me, it depends on the scenario on who is being a little too extreme. And there's gray area in there, too. OK, here's one. Th- OK, so two things that they pointed out that they mentioned. Well, I'm going to do three things. Number one. They listed almost an exact amount of time that they cut their grass every few weeks. They didn't say once a month. They said every few weeks, which could be two to three three or four weeks, right? And they also said that the grass doesn't grow terribly fast. Now, if your grass doesn't grow fast, you can mow it every two weeks, and it's not that bad. If it does grow fast, you got to mow it every week. Yes. So let's just say that she says it doesn't grow terribly fast. So even if they mow it every two or four weeks, it's not going to be out of control. It's going to be a little shaggy. Yeah. It's not going to be a foot high. Yeah. It's going to be six inches Yeah, at the most. That's what she said. Um, The other thing is that they asked, how do we handle this diplomatically? They're asking for a proper way to do this where it's not going to come off as rude or offensive. So they're trying to take the high road. Which I do appreciate. Yes, which makes me think that they're not... The guilty party. Not the guilty party, but they're not really causing an issue, and they're not trying to be causing an issue. They also said that they have some other concerns and bigger fish to fry, so to speak, in this. So I get it. Like, you don't... It's like they might have been more receptive if the guy just said it, but when the guy's making such a big issue, your immediate sense is like, I don't want to have to worry about this. Like, yeah. I, I have other things to worry about. Yeah. And to, and to be fair, you're you're super right about that. Like, he to add on to your point, he's doing this so frequently that they felt the urge to write into an advice column. So it's not like he even did this once or twice. No. This means he's doing this routinely. Now, here's the, here's the main part where the guy is 100% wrong. You're going on somebody else's property, clearly uninvited, for a reason that's kind of to talk, not for a good reason, right? Walking on the front lawn, couple steps, okay. You went through their gate into their backyard. You went through their gate into their backyard. That's trespassing. 
See, I'm not as hard. It, dep- it very on. much depends on the scenario. Hold on. But I'm not as much hard-nosed against Here's that. the thing. He did it unannounced. He did it on his own accord. And he did it to check their lawn. So this is what I'm saying. You don't know as a neighbor, what if the wife is walking around in the backyard sunbathing naked? What if they have a small dog that you accidentally let out of the yard because you don't know? See, what if they have kids in the backyard and they get scared that a stranger is coming in the yard? See, this is where I'm not as hard-nosed against this is because we don't know the answers to those scenarios. We don't. And you can you can have the flip side. What if it's like uh, suburbia and he can see clearly into the backyard? Then what you don't if... need to go in the backyard. Calm down. I'm just saying, you're, though. You're, like, you're yelling at me for something no, that's not my... No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just talking about the guy's scenario. This you're... is a punishable offense in, no, by I, law. I know, but like what if they're what if – they're... I'm not as hard against this as you are. Is my point. Well, depend I, depending. This is if, what depending. I guess. What I'm getting at is this: it's clearly happening on a regular basis. Would you like to get home from work to find somebody in your backyard? But that's my point. We don't know that that's the scenario. What if they are in the backyard and he goes back there to talk to them? No, no. I'm slightly not as against that. But what I'm saying is, would you want to get home and find someone in your backyard? Well, no. Clearly, no. No. But, that, but I'm saying that's not necessarily what is happening. We don't know that that's happening. We know that he is going into the backyard, but we don't know the pretense behind that. No, but the pretense behind it, he's doing it to look at the lawn. No, to offer his reminder about lawn maintenance. So it, it suggests that he's going back there to talk to them, which to me suggests that they're already back there. Okay, but you're still going in someone's backyard. But if they're granted, he is doing it without permission, and I agree with you, it's not correct. But that's why I'm. But I'm not super, super against if they if they say, please, like ask permission, then that's different. Yeah, that to me is different. Okay, and if he was doing it while no one is back there, just to go back there, that to me again is different because that's trespassing, like you said. Well, the- but if if they're like. If they're like sitting on the deck listening to music or something, and he walks back. Okay, there, fair like, point. And he goes back That's there a fair to talk point. to them. That's a fair point. But the fact that they're saying he frequently inspects their lawn—that bothers me too. That's Definitely. like if you're—that's like you're in the house and you just catch this guy with a ruler, like measuring the grass. People do that. People I know. Um, so how? Like, what would your response be? Because clearly the guy is—is is not like, oh, hey, how you doing, neighbor? Like. He does. It, it's. It doesn't sound like he does that normally. He's only doing conversations to be like, "Cut your lawn." I don't like the way it looks. Cut your lawn. I compliment sandwich. I'm coming up with this on the spot. Okay. Compliment sandwich is you compliment, you get the bad news, and you compliment, and you can rotate it all around the yard. Ready? Ready for this? Okay. What's this guy? Oh, we don't know. I'm we gonna don't call know him Frank. Name. Even though that throwback from before. Hey, Frank, you know what? Your yard is absolutely fantastic. It's beautiful. It's like picture perfect. Unfortunately, we don't have the same amount of time as you. We have other concerns right now. Uh, we just, our lawn is our concern. We appreciate your suggestions, but please leave it to us. Please leave our yard to us. And again, like, you're fantastic, but we would pr- appreciate you focusing on your yard and not our yard. Yes. Compliment sandwich. I agree with that. The sandwich is complete. That's a good. That's eat. a good way. Eat, eat, eat. The thing that what goes through my head, and then shoot him. What goes through my head when I think about this is, what would it take for me to walk over to someone's lawn and get, and tell them to cut it? Like I'm thinking, like 
how out of shape would someone's lawn have to be for me to go and knock on their door and be like, would you please cut your lawn? It would have to be pretty bad. And I'm making, again, a huge assumption that it's probably an older gentleman. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking this was a 35-year-old. One, older guys have nothing better to do. No offense, older guys. Please keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> and two, they they don't have the same social regard. And for whatever reason, as we get older, we stop giving fucks. Fuckless. Yeah, but, but you still have to remember you're supposed, it's a society. You're supposed to. I remember working – I used to work at a liquor store years ago and – like most liquor stores, we would have the smaller bottles behind the counter for not safety reasons, for shoplifting, yeah. to prevent them from being shoplifted. We had an old guy who just walked behind the counter and just started looking at him, like behind us. And we're, <laughs> we turn around and we're like, can we help you? He's like, no, I'm just looking mm-hmm. behind the behind the register. Yeah. And you know what? To some extent, they're right because no one ever says anything. He didn't get, He was a nice guy. Yeah, but no one ever says anything. If a 25-year-old did that, you'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What are you doing? You yeah. know, you see the sign. Yeah. You're not supposed to be back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think diplomatically, that's how you should go about it. I think that's a fair, a fair assessment. Now, if the guy is, like, insistently cutting, like, telling you to cut the lawn, Dip- it'd be like, dude, like. Diplomats go out the window at that point. I'm sorry, but, like. Get off my property. I have other things that are important. Cut it yourself if you find it yeah. that. Cut it yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's. I, I, I'm just thinking that would, like, that would be my follow up if he doesn't take the first one well. Yes, and also because of COVID, people are probably locked in their house, so all they have to do is people watch and neighbor watch. Yeah, that's true too. So it's like the burbs. Where grass isn't. Oh, they don't say where it's from. No, dear grass, diplomatically telling your neighbor you are maintaining your lawn as best you can, and from now on, you want him to stay off your property and in his own yard. Said with a smile, the message may be more easily accepted. If it isn't, please understand that being direct is the only way to get through to this nosy, presumptuous person. Yeah, I, I like my compliment sandwich better. Yeah, that's the best way to try. And the good thing about that is if it doesn't work, you can be like, I tried the best way. Because you can still be direct with it. You can say point blank, I would appreciate you staying off my property and leave our maintenance like, listen if you don't mind staying with the property I, I you know i grew up in a place where this is not cool it makes me uncomfortable it's just the way that i am just like you don't like long grass i don't like people on property i don't like old white guys measuring my lawn yeah just assuming he's an old white guy it sounds like some old white guy shit that does sound like some i guess i could see my dad doing that if he lived up with neighbors sorry dad yeah so, uh, all right, that's it. Any uh, any final thoughts there, bud? No. Why don't you talk us out? Oh, no. Come on. I didn't prepare for this. I never prepare for it. I, I know, but you're so much better at it than I am. Go. Um, I'll fix your mistakes. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Dear Bros. For all your bro-down gear, go to brodownpro.com. We're running a sale right now on... We won't know by the time this goes up, but it changes every single Tuesday. So make sure you come back every Tuesday and or Wednesday and or every day of the week to see what sales are currently going on at BroDownPro.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the bell button. Hit all the little buttons on the bottom. And we will catch you guys next time. Peace out. Good job. Not bad. No, Not I bad believe, for an illiterate. I believe in you. Read it a sixth grade. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah.